0: When I was 26 years old, Christ rescued me from myself. And I have my own abortion story in that destructive pattern of my life. But what I fight for now is once that woman is now the director of an agency that daily advocates for fathers and mothers to be introduced to their Jesus. Amen? Amen. And I, I said to Claudia today, th- this morning, my life, even at my age, <laughs> I, my life is a contradiction in what everything that the enemy meant for evil, God has made it good. What God says he can do, he can do it. And I believe it. And so every day we open our doors, we are advocates, because of Christ in us, like the song said, the hope of glory. And there is nothing greater on the face of this earth than to do this work in my heart. And I'm so thankful to God. But the new that we have going, the the Pregnancy Center has been in our community for 33 years, that's a long time. And the reason I believe is because it glorifies the heart of the Father in heaven, right? His kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven, right? We are redeemed. And now we get to be ambassadors and messengers of reconciliation every day. God is making his plea through the team of new life. And I believe he's going to grow that within the heart of the church in these next few years coming. And I'm looking forward to that. So some of the new. We will always be an agency that will meet the direct need of everyone that walks through that door. But there's a new look on that. Because it isn't just the, the dads and the moms. We also serve donors when they come in heartbroken. And we also work side-by-side side with area churches and their leaders, right? We're, we're all a big team. And so we're there To answer hope at at any given turn no matter who walks through our doors but we're gonna do a lot of proactive in the next few years you're gonna see a lot of new you're gonna hopefully see and hear of new life we will be known as new life from here on out we have new colors we have a new logo we will be putting a new sign out And it's all geared to the client. It's going to say, you think you're pregnant? We're here for you. Free ultrasound. That's going to be our new sign. That's why we're here, right? Amen. But what I mean by being proactive. And I have to tell you before I even get going, this vision is larger than life to me. And I thank God for his faithfulness that he keeps doing that in front of me. <laughs> so he he always daily lets me know that it has nothing to do with me. Because where new life is going, we've never been before. We have never been before. And yet we know we need to cross the Jordan and we know we need to move, and we cannot go back. And I have to tell you, I, as the leader of that and the board of directors, we need your prayers. We need your prayers as a gospel ministry in this northern Michigan area. We need your faithful prayers for us as we lead. But the proactive is, it's more than just meeting the needs of the people. It's more than... Connecting them to the education and the diapers and and those things within their time of need. And within our nation right now, we talk a lot about moderate law changes coming, right? With this Roe versus Wade. But the focus, the beautiful focus at New Life is the advocacy of the people making the choice. That's why... Planned Parenthood works very effectively because they market to the men and the women making decision. They meet them in their reality. And so we're going to, as a life-breathing agency, we're going to start doing the same thing. We're going to meet men and women at the point of their realities and hopefully... We'll have more answers for them because it's not just about the laws being changed. It's about where are they going to go if the laws are changed, and now they're and they're still as desperate as they were the moment they took that pregnancy test. Where are they going? Where are they going? But we're going to be a proactive principle. We are going to, one of our main initiatives in the next year to two years is we are going to fight to bring men back into the family unit in speech and in principle. That's going to be the number one. That's the number one initiative coming up. And Bill and Brian are here as some of the peer advisors for that initiative. Do you have anything you'd like to share, Bill, in regards to the fatherhood?
1: Yeah, I I think this is a great opportunity for us men that are in God's kingdom to step up and um, help these young men that get the news that their girlfriend or many times wife or whatever is pregnant, um, you know, many of them don't know what to do. They're like, they're in the headlights. Uh Oh, now what do I do? I got got a job that doesn't make any money. I I got a child coming. We don't have a house, you know, all that stuff. But we, I believe we can help them through that step. This, this here is, uh, this poster is going to be on a billboard around town. Uh, and it'll move around from time to time, But and maybe other ones. But it says so much. A man loving his child. Fatherhood is a great responsibility, and it's an honor. Of course, you wouldn't know that if you watch TV. You know, all the men are just a bunch of dummies on TV. But they're not. So... Um, What what they got planned is, uh, that billboard will say, uh, step into manhood. Be the father, or be a a good father, or whatever. Uh, New life can help. And if they come in for help, you know, the statistics are um, 80% of women who are pregnant, and the man is on board with them, they'll keep the baby and raise it. But the statistics go the other way if they won't, because uh, you know it's really hard for a young woman that you know has is pregnant and um, doesn't know what to do. She has no money. Parents might be mad at her. Who knows? But um, so we're going to try to educate the man on being a father. And uh, we we've talked also about going so far as like sending them to like the trade school in town here. You know, I think it's called Delta College. They could learn to be something if they have a desire to learn how to, you know, be a carpenter or a mechanic or whatever, um, then, and there's also a lot of training on how to be a dad, how to be a husband, so we'll help them through that process rather than just, you know, telling them you shouldn't have done that, that type of thing, you know, that doesn't work, the statistics say that does not work, you gotta help them, you gotta give them a hand up like the Good Samaritan in the Bible, so, so we're excited about that.
0: And as Bill was saying, in the abortion decision, the man is the number one influencer of that choice. So it is not by chance that men no longer are included in that choice in our culture. There's no surprise why we're being told women don't need men, right? Women can do it by themselves. And can they? Yes. Were they, were they uh, created to do that? Never. Never right and so we're really excited about and every, again everything that we're sharing with you it is in the new we've never been here before but i have to reassure you that nationwide some of our top affiliates they're feeling the same drive and all of their education that they're offering, staff members and people that are leaders within this movement, they're doing the same things. And so praise God, I think the Holy Spirit might be up to something, right? Amen? And that's what energizes us. Just like when, when, the, when the priest carried the ark through the, the, the Jordan that was dried up, right? It was about the presence of God going before them. It was about God going before them. But they had to move and they had to step in. And so that's where we are currently with all of these initiatives. We're, we're willing to step in and not even look back to December 31st, 2021. It's an exciting new thing. So our mother initiative. Oh, and I also wanted to mention, if you're interested at all with possibly being a part of that peer group of men. We are looking to the church body to become those mentors. We are looking for the, um, for the men of God to be that team, to become community life advocates on, be part, on part of our fathers within this community as we develop. And the men that feel called to that, they will be trained What does that look like, right? And so if you're interested, there's going to be sign-up sheets in regards to every one of these categories. Put your point of interest. Where did the Holy Spirit prick your heart? And then we'll be faithful as things develop to get back with you, okay? So in the motherhood initiative, it's very true. 86% of our clients are single moms. It's very true. But in that percentage, in 100%, there's a man involved. Right? And in the years prior, we have served the women and we want to continue to serve the women. But we are now engaging those awkward conversations with these moms. Where is the father of the child? Where is he? Does he need help is he and they 're very angry and they need to work through a lot of bitterness and a lot of resentment about the lack of the support of that man, but we 're acknowledging it when Colleen schedules for ultrasound she 's beginning to, to ask, "Will the father of the child be joining you for the ultrasound we 're doing what we can we 're moving a new into our speech and into how we react at the pregnancy center. But we want to develop mentorship for our moms. Ladies, the same thing that we desire as women, our moms need the very same thing. Maybe even more so. They need to know that God says they have worth because they don't feel like they do. The same song, you know, that Pastor Barb had, had you guys sing. It, they don't feel that. They need Friendship. They need discipleship. And I'm excited because, again, we're going to be going into our local church communities because God calls you and us to go and make disciples, teaching them to obey everything. And so we're going to be looking to partner side by side to our church body. We're a parachurch organization, which means we are here for the church. That's what, that's what our work is. We are here for you. <laughs> we're here for you. So we come with our arms wide open to educate and to equip because we see the need that we can't meet. A staff of a few handful of women and we cannot reach the need of discipleship, but the church can. And we're really thrilled about that. And so the, the stats, that's from 2020. And I have to tell you, those numbers, the, the education, the clients went up to 700, I believe, in 60-some last year. And I believe they're going to grow. I believe it's going to grow because people are going to be drawn to the light. I believe that Jesus is bringing the prodigals home. And we have to have the answers for them when they come. We have to have the answers. And so um, we're going to be getting ready. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to say it because we, we began our ultrasound project back in uh, six years ago, to be honest with you. And God bless the board of directors that grabbed a hold of that vision. With all of that, are we seriously thinking about this? <laughs> and they stuck to it. And, and yes, Colleen and I and our current board, we'd ha- we've had our own set of ugh, keeping our hand to the plow in the last year. But hopefully, hopefully, by the beginning of March, we will have our literal grand opening of our ultrasound clinic for new life. And that's just going to be huge, absolutely huge. (laughs) Amen. Amen. So I am going to have um, Colleen come up and share with you. I'm not sure what's on her heart to share, so I'm just going to see what she does. Um, But the abortion statistic, you know, having my own story, I don't believe that there is any doubt in the heart of men and women what they're choosing to do. I don't believe they don't know. I don't believe that somehow they just, it doesn't make sense to them and they don't know this is a baby. I don't believe that. And so the beautiful simplicity of what we get to do, we get to say to the mother and to the dad, here's your child, and they get to see it hands-on. It's amazing. So I'm going to have Colleen come up and share with you what's on her heart for ultrasound. Thanks. Good
2: morning. Good um, you know, as Jen started talking, I got to think back to when I began my nursing career in 2008, and wow, who would have known that a year ago I'd be on an airplane heading with Jen to Virginia to learn how to do ultrasound, um, something I knew nothing about other than when I had ultrasounds in my own pregnancies. Um I'd be lying if I said this wasn't a challenge in very many, many, many ways. Um, But wow, praise God. Uh, As of last week, um, I've performed close to 70 uh, ultrasounds. Yes! Um, Right now, we consider them models. Um, I'm working with a sonographer, Melissa Dole, from the hospital. Bless her heart. She comes over after work to work with me and not only has she been just a wealth of information on how to perform the ultrasounds, but she was with me the first time that we had a gal come in, and there was no heartbeat. And I saw it on the scan, and um, wow, praise God, I've got the Holy Spirit leading me, because I knew to just continue, and that we would, you know, have to talk about what we do. And It was heartbreaking, but yet it was a joy because we get to be there for these gals. Um, We have started uh, putting together boxes, and so we can minister to gals that um, have have lost their children through miscarriage. Uh, We've had the joy of someone that is pregnant for the first time, and they're excited, and we get to celebrate with them. Um, but then we've also had two individuals that have come in at the point of decision and perform the ultrasound so that they can uh, see the pregnancy. For a person that is deciding on abortion, the two things they need is a pregnancy test and an ultrasound. So when they call and they're asking questions, we tell them, well, these are the two pieces of information you need so come on in we can do it for you and it's free so that gets them in the door and the one particular gal that I think of she came in she was very scared and she was living in a shed Um, I don't think her boyfriend was in the picture she was scared of her parents reaction and I said, well, let's start with the ultrasound. And you're very early on, so there's a lot of time to make decisions. And we prayed <laughs> quick and hard before the ultrasound started. And I have yet to see a child in an ultrasound that performed exactly the way they needed to. <laughs> the baby stayed in a position where we could increase the the size of the heart, and she looked at it, and she said, that's the heart beating. I said, yes, it is. And we kept moving around, and the foot came up. And it was a full foot, and I don't even know how it spread all five toes out, so she could count the five toes. And I quick took a picture of it, because I'd never seen it like that. She said, wow, there's five toes. I said, yep, yeah, that, that's your baby's foot, Oh, she's asking me a question I don't... It was very early on. Let's just put it that way. Oh, okay. (laughs) Size of a gummy bear. (laughs) Size of the gummy bear. Um, And usually by then, when you think of a gummy bear, the arm, we call them arm and leg buds. But for some reason, this baby had five toes that just pointed right out. And she started to cry. And she said, that's a baby. I said, yeah, it's, it's, it's your baby. So she left and I followed up with her a couple weeks later and she had went to her mom and she said she's living with her mom and her boyfriend, I think they, they reconciled whatever was going on and she continued with the pregnancy. Um, but more exciting than that is a couple weeks before Christmas, Katie received a call, and there was a woman, um, very emotional, and she said, I need to know where I can send a donation. And so she gave her the information, and she said, I just want to tell you that you've given me the best Christmas gift I could ever have. She said, I have a new granddaughter because of you. (laughs) Yeah. So whichever way that you feel led to support, even if it's prayer. Um, Put your name down on a list. We are working on a... I'm not real technical, but there's a way that if we have a person coming in and we know she's at the point of decision, I can send a quick text, and it sends a group email to whoever's on the list to start praying, because we've had two experiences now where prayer helps the mom make this decision. And there's a second one that is due shortly that came in, had the ultrasound, and chose to continue the pregnancy, yes. So yes, prayer makes a difference. And for those of you that were part of the capital campaign, thank you. Um, The support is what caused this to happen. So, whatever ways you're supporting the ministry, um, thank you.
0: That's awesome. I'm so glad Colleen got to come. She's got a little frog in her throat, so I'm glad she was able to make it today. See, we, n- new life exists, you know, Colleen said in many different ways, but we exist because people do have a choice that's why we're there. We're there because they feel like they don't have any hope. And they're in darkness. What a joy that we get to do this work and we and we need you. We need the body of Christ to engage to allow us to engage in these beautiful stories, in these beautiful stories. Because we don't know that all of them are going to be happy. We don't don't have the privilege of knowing that. But when they go to an abortion clinic, as Colleen was saying, they will perform a pregnancy test and an ultrasound to confirm that. But they will never see the picture of their child. And so we get to offer them a free service at that moment of decision. Thank God. Right? The God of the universe is interceding on behalf of people that need hope. And we get to be there. We get to be there. So the last poster, you guys can't see it back there, but it's, it's a, a woman crying. Because as Colleen shared with you as well, we are seeing that stat in the, in the ultrasounds that Colleen has been able to do. One in every four of those pregnancy centers, the pregnancy has been lost to miscarriage. And I was very heavy-hearted by that, as we all were. Oh, my goodness, how sad is this? And Katie was faithful to say, but thank God we get to see the one now. And that was life-changing. And that, like Colleen said, we've developed... These care packages, and Vanessa has helped us with that as well. She is now our volunteer coordinator, because I believe this ministry is going to grow by our volunteers, and I'm so thankful Vanessa has agreed to come on and do that. As well as we hired a new staff member last week, um, a young lady by the name of Chloe House, and so we're we're God's doing good things. We've got two new board members coming on. God is doing. Good things, and we only need to believe and follow. But in that that statistic, I began to to research the the whole idea. Like, what do you do? How how do you minister to them? It's one thing to just give them a care package to say we we've seen, and it's another thing altogether to be able to offer them hope in their healing process. And there is an agency called Reproductive Loss Network out of Tennessee, and they cover all reproductive loss. So they they offer healing in miscarriage, abortion, stillbirth, adoption, infertility, and even those that make a decision because of health reasons to not have children, because there's grief involved in that. And we're going to be a new voice. We're not going to separate men and women who have had an abortion. We know the circumstances are different. But we're going to offer them help in their grief. They're grieving the loss of a child. And we're going to be that voice of healing in northern Michigan because of that. And we're going to restore by God's grace these men and women who have been separated by a ton of shame and regret since 1973. (laughs) Amen? Amen. So that is the new. The new of new life. We will be offering the day-to-day like we always have been. And now we get to move ultrasound on behalf of the kingdom of heaven as well. But these new things are coming. They have to (laughs) for us to follow. (laughs) And we're going to need the help of the body of Christ, even greater And as Colleen has said to you, we confidently encourage and ask you for your financial support. There are many worldwide missions and there's wonderful missions within the United States, right? I mean, we could just rattle off a bunch of them. But New Life is the local mission for the gospel of Jesus Christ in this community. And we need your help. We cannot move these ideas without that. We'll be the energy and the passion behind it. But we need the finance. And God has been graciously providing. We are in the best situation we have ever been financially on behalf of New Life. We have our whole facility paid off last fall by the glory of God. I mean, we own everything. God is good. God is good. And with that, he's saying, but but get ready, because I'm not freeing you of this responsibility to keep it to yourself. I'm freeing you financially so that you give things away. Right? And so we know that we know we have much more to do. So when you go out into the foyer... The number one thing that we always need are board members. They are the leaders that hear from God on behalf of this ministry. So if that even challenges you at all, please write that down in point of interest. We need finance. There's the bottles. Um, Pastor Barb and Norm, we've We're going to initiate your bottle drive beginning today. And you may think, what does a little bit of change do? Well, your little bit of change and a little bit of change at this church and a little bit of change at that church is 14% of our budget every year. 14% of our budget. And I'd also say, you know, we are an open book to the community. If you have questions about even our fiscal soundness, we want to answer your questions. We want to praise God with how sound he has made us because you're a part of that. And so the bottles are out in the foyer. And again, please grab one. Um, and, and then you can bring them back to the table um, throughout the month or even more. And then we'll gather them. We'll continue to pick them up as, as they come in. Um, you have something? I guess you do.
1: No, I forgot to say that um, for me this is like a, a, a battle cry you know uh, if you look around society you can see that uh, we've been getting our butts kicked basically uh, Satan has got, made a lot of inroads in our nation and I look at this as where we're okay we're waking up we're, we're being proactive we're saying there's, there's other choices there's other ways to go and we're going to help you so, uh, you know, we, we're in a battle, and the Satan never goes to sleep. He's fighting all the time, and we're starting to fight now, too, so I'm excited about that. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you. So we always want you guys to realize in the number, right, I, I've not been a, um, a stat person, <laughs> but I'm seeing they're so true. In the 700, and I hate, I can't believe I don't have the number, but in the 760 people that we saw last year, those are human beings. Human beings. And they're looking for Jesus Christ. I believe that with all my heart. And so what we're hoping to do through all these proactive ideas by the church joining in and becoming mentors and support team, we're hoping to take that number... And give them things that they can flow into so they can have further development and further healing, right? So they can come into the kingdom as well. So thank you so much. Thanks.
3: Are you done? I am. That's it. I've calmed down. Her. You know, you are you taking meds?
0: <laughs>
3: no, I, I affectionately uh, yes. call her the Energizer Bunny, and, and I've been known to call her the little red squirrel because if you've ever seen a red squirrel, they never stop, and and that would be Jen. But today, wow, you are well, I, like.
0: Well, I asked the team how I act
3: during the week. How do know, you? Yeah is it the other way yeah Yeah, okay so you get all your energy out during the week well thank you thank you so much for sharing and listen what this team is doing is life-changing literally i mean think about all the little people and when you were describing that baby and those little toes I mean I had that picture even before you said the gummy bear I had that picture in my head and, and I'm just like wow we're a part of that this church is a, a part of that and so you have ways you can help you can sign up out there to, to pray you can sign up to be a part of one of those uh, different ministries individual ministries whether it's mentoring a young man a dad a new dad how many were there? You were a new dad, and, and did you know what to do? <laughs> I mean, we all winged it, right? And, and a lot of us messed up. Wouldn't it have been great to have somebody helping you? Just saying, hey, maybe you don't wanna do that. <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> what am I gonna say, no? Absolutely. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Another thing that we're doing, right, um, we are going to be engaging sexual risk avoidance um, training so that we can hopefully go into the public schools as an alternative. Planned Parenthood is cl- currently doing sex education to our students. And so we are really um, going to engage that as well within the next year or two, and train up a team to go into the public schools. So
3: so you've heard her heart. You've, you've heard from uh, a couple of the team members and you also have an opportunity, as Pastor Barb said, we're going to take an offering. So if you would like to participate in planting seed in this ministry beyond what we already do, we do a monthly support from our church. Uh, it's $100 a month. And uh, we, as we just heard, there's so many needs. And, and with all the new things coming, I can't imagine what that's going to take. So if you would like to seed into this ministry and I believe this with all my heart wherever you give God will provide and even then some uh, as you're giving out through your generosity and and there's no pressure by the way if you're here you're new we're not here to pressure you in fact we don't do a lot of these special offerings but I believe this is good ground and uh, I believe that the Lord will bless you as you're able to give so just pray about it and uh, I'm going to pray over the offering again Father, again, we thank you for this awesome new life ministry. And Lord, it's, it's going to be a lot easier to say, too. Just two words, new life. And Lord, we want to be a part of that today. So we put our, our, our love offering into this uh, basket today, Lord, and we pray that you would multiply it 30, 60, 100 times over. And Lord, as people are able to give today, I pray that you'd bless it back to them. In Jesus' name, Amen. Any questions, they will be out there. And in just a moment, because we're done early. Where's, is Pastor Barb in here? Nope. We have, this is Potluck Sunday. So more specifically, it's Baked Potato Sunday. Because that's what it is. And the church... Uh, bought the baked potatoes we've been cooking them since like 6 o'clock this morning Um, that's going to be down in the children's room and we asked everybody to bring a dish to pass but if you're here and you didn't please don't let that discourage you from going and enjoying a baked potato uh, and the fixings and all that stuff we would love for you to do that so if you like potatoes this is your day And I'm going to pray over that in just a minute, and we'll release you. We got out early today. And by the way, if you're at home, thank you for joining us today. And uh, we love you, we miss you, and hopefully someday we might even get to see you back here with the rest of us. Amen? Amen. All right, I think we've done that. We're going to go ahead and pray over the food and if they're ready for us which i'm guessing they are we'll release you father thank you again for this beautiful morning learning about the new life center and lord we just ask right now that you would just bless the food the fellowship and as people travel today keep them safe again we pray this all in your precious name in the name of jesus and everybody said thanks for coming